0: yourself to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Now, uh, sometimes Paul spends a long time developing wonderful things, and sometimes he just throws out great truths. And, uh, and just because he sort of says it in a short passage doesn't mean we can just say, oh, it's not important. Uh, because actually, these the, the, the three things mentioned here are fundamental pillars... To the health of the Christian, the child of God. These things are vital, and elsewhere in the Bible uh, they develop further. So the thing of prayer, talking to God, communicating with God. Elsewhere in the Bible talks about the importance of praying continually. These are this is a vital pillar for us as children of God to keep that communication with God going, to, to continually talk to Him, to continually hear from Him. Uh, And to to be close to him. And so prayer is is hugely important. And so Paul says, uh, uh, pray. Uh, Devote yourselves to it. Be diligent at praying, because this is vital for your health as a Christian, as a child of God. And then he talks about being watchful. Uh, We have an enemy. Um, And uh, the main way the enemy attacks us is through our mind. Uh, and, And he will convince us to be fearful if we allow him to he will lie to us uh, and we will become anxious and, and, and we might get angry and, and, and from that we can start making bad decisions and we can start going a wrong way and so uh, Paul says be watchful look out for this if you're starting to be fearful I said, that's, that's the enemy God never makes you fearful if you're starting to feel angry inside or bitter that's the enemy and so he says be watchful Um, uh, and and uh, we're called to be a watchful people to be aware of what's going on in our minds and how we're thinking Uh, and so so Paul is saying "Okay, pray, keep praying, be watchful and the final thing he says in this verse and be thankful devote yourself to being thankful and uh, I need to get a new uh, clip for this but anyway I, I, I like having my hands free, because I, um, I like doing things like this. But anyway, that's... Uh and, uh, and so I want to concentrate today on being thankful, and thankfulness, and why it's so important for us. Um, and of course, thankfulness is a regular theme in the Bible. It actually it appears a lot through the New Testament, and particularly uh, it's in the Old Testament as well, but particularly in the Psalms, and we're going to be looking at a few Psalms in, in, in a moment. Um, but if you if you study the uh, study, if you look through the verses of being thankful in the New Testament, there's an interesting theme, uh, and I have a theory about the Colossians' church. Okay, um, and uh, and it's and it's this is that actually they had a bit of an issue with thankfulness. Now, um, in uh, the other letters that Paul wrote uh, to uh, the Thessalonians, to Ephesians. And to the Philippian Christians, he mentions being thankful once. Each and each letter, he says, be thankful, which is which is great. Uh, he's encouraging them to be thankful. To the to Corinthians, he doesn't mention it at all. And actually, if you read through the book, actually, thankfulness is not their problem. They have many other problems, uh, which he addresses. But thankfulness isn't one of them. In fact, they're often very thankful. Uh, and and in, if you can't be too thankful, but uh, when when they should be concentrating on other things, uh, uh, he goes into it, well, I'm to look at that now, but so he doesn't does encourage them to be thankful, because he knows they already are. Colossians, however, he mentions being thankful four times, through the book. He encourages them to be thankful four times. Um, in, uh, I won't go through all uh, verse 11 of chapter 1. Uh, verse 15 of chapter 3, verse 17 of chapter 3, and verse 2 of chapter 4. And he keeps saying to them, be thankful, thankful. keep keep being thankful, give thanks to God. And and so there's a theme here. Now, one of the things that could have been a problem for the Colossians is the situation they were (laughs) in. Uh, They were once, uh, a few years before this letter was written, they were a thriving, prosperous, large town. It was a trading route, uh, and the town was doing well. But at the time of writing, uh, actually the importance of Colossae, the town, had dwindled significantly. Uh, The other towns around that we mentioned, Corinth, uh, Ephesus, Philippi, um, and Thessalonica, it's a difficult word to say, were all very important towns of their region. They were doing well. Uh, Colossae had become, and and one of the commentators said, a second-rate market town. It had become ignored. Some of the trade routes now bypassed it. And so this town really was not doing well. And this could have been one of the reasons why Paul looked at this town and thought, actually guys, you're looking at your circumstances, you're looking at what the town is now like, and you're thinking, this isn't very good, we're not doing very well. Now we're not told that explicitly, there are other things going on in in, uh, Colossae at the time and in the church there, but it could have been that actually their circumstances were getting to them. And they were looking at their town and thinking, once we was doing so well, and now we're just, there's nothing going on here. And actually, this is not very good. I don't really want to be here. This isn't a very nice place to be. I'd rather be in Philippi. I'd rather be in, uh, in Ephesus. This, this is where I want to be. And, and, so, uh, uh, and I think one of the things that, that, that Paul tries to do when he talks about um, thankfulness is that actually one of the problems we can have is that we can look at our circumstances... And we can think, actually, I will decide whether I'm thankful or not, dependent on my circumstances. And, and that's so true, isn't it? So we can, we can look, actually, things are going well, I can be thankful. Actually, things aren't going so well, I, what, what have I got to be thankful for? Uh, and so Paul is, is encouraging the Colossians to say, actually, no, thankfulness is a practice that all God's people should be involved with all the time irrespective of circumstance. Uh, I just feel the need to give a little bit of insight into the ends of the household. Because um, it, it happened. Uh, it's a very trivial example here. Um, last night we were, we were watching a film uh, and then that finished and I'd recorded the uh, snooker. Anybody like snooker here? Yeah. 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 Yeah, most of my illustrations are about sport because I do love sport. Um, now, and I thought, I tell you what, uh, I'll, I'll just no My, my wife, t- to be you know, to be honest, doesn't like snooker. She will tolerate football, but she doesn't like snooker, and uh, you know that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Uh, so I, I, you know, we tend not to watch it together. So, uh, so she decided actually, okay, uh, I'll go off to bed, and you can watch the recorded snooker, which was great. So I did that. What I didn't know is that the game went on a very, very long time. And I I couldn't stop watching it. And so actually, it didn't finish until gone one in the morning. It's terrible. I know, I know. And I thought I should know. Uh, But what makes it worse is I I normally go to bed a lot lot before then. But then I went to bed and I couldn't sleep. Obviously very excited about the snooker. And um, and so uh, I woke up this morning feeling really, really tired. Now, I had a choice. Well, I didn't really have a choice because I was preaching on thankfulness. So. <laughs> um, but this morning I could have thought, oh, this is awful. Well, you know, I've got to preach this morning, i am got to preach, and now, I've, you know, afterwards we've got to, we're driving down to see, to see Bethlehem in Southampton, it's her birthday, so I've got a long drive, and, and I could have looked at my circumstances and thought, why, why, this is not fair, why does this happen? Um, now... <laughs> Two uh, minutes the like There yeah. was, so you, you went on that so anyway, sorry. <coughs> I agree. Now, it's a trivial example. Losing a night's sleep isn't the end of the world, it really isn't. And there are people in here facing far more challenging situations and circumstances. I'm well aware of that. Uh, but the point is this is that I had a choice this morning whether to bemoan the lack of sleep, or to actually think, No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to look at actually what have I got to be thankful for. What have I got that actually, instead of looking at that, focusing on this, I'm I'm going to focus on the good things that God has done for me. And it's a practice that is so vital for us as Christians to get to do. Because our circumstances may be good or they may not. They may go up and and they do, they go up and down. But thankfulness is something that we should cultivate in our lives all the time. And it has a great, great impact upon our lives. Uh, And I just want to go into that in a moment. Because what thankfulness does is it recognises the goodness of God in our lives. And it recognises what God has done for us. Uh, and it looks at, it looks away from ourselves, because when we look at ourselves, we can look inward and we can start feeling sorry for ourselves, and we can start bemoaning, and saying, oh, this is terrible. But actually, what thankfulness does, instead, starts looking at, it takes our, our focus away from ourselves, and to our God. And as soon as we start looking at Him, and all He's done, then we start feeling thankful. Even just the very simple things, and, and, and the list of of what God has done for us is immense, Mm -hmm. in sending Jesus to save us, in in adopting us into his family, into uh, having a salvation that is secure for all eternity, Mm -hmm. knowing his love, knowing his presence, knowing the Holy Spirit in our lives, Mm -hmm. Uh, knowing that these things will never finish. Uh, we we've been singing this morning about the faithfulness and the and the goodness of God. and How wonderful he that is! He is faithful. He will never leave us. I love that new song we sang. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, we we might sing that at the end if we've got time. I just I just loved it because it talked about the goodness of God in our lives mm-hmm. and how and and actually just just focusing on that and realizing that those things are true all the time regardless of our circumstances, Uh, and then they're not just nice thoughts, they're reality. God's presence in my life changes everything. And he he doesn't, it's not just a nice thought, it's not just, oh, you you know, the theory of being a Christian is good. No, no, he's intervened in my life in so many ways. He's saved me, he's given me peace and joy and hope. And, and, uh, uh, and he's, he's spoken to me about various things in my life. He's healed me. He's done so much. And if we start focusing on that, then thankfulness flows from that. And what, what the Christian, uh, and that, that becomes a pillar and a strength in our life. Uh, thankfulness has, has a great many uh, things that, that the Bible talks about, just, just going on into Psalm 15, verse 23. Um, because you see God loves it when we are thankful because it recognises him and and James was talking about this this morning those who sacrifice thank offerings honour me you see when we do that God is honoured God is pleased, God is raised up And, uh, and so he's raised up in our own eyes but actually he's also raised up in the lives of those who hear it and that's why we were talking about testimony. You now, testimony has two main purposes. The first one, and probably the most important, although it's, it's all the same, really, is to honour God. And say, God, look what God has done. And to give him praise and glory. Amen. Um, the second thing, of course, is to say, actually, you can have that for yourself. Is to, is to believe and say, actually, God has healed you. I believe God will heal me. God has met my financial needs I believe God can do that for me. So those two, but they're they're, they're both equally important, if you like. But actually, giving thanks gives honour and glory to God, and so it's so important that we do that uh, because He is worthy of praise and honour. And one of the best ways we can do that is by giving thanks to Him. And and, and, and when Jesus, you know, the example in the in the New Testament, Jesus prayed uh, and, and healed ten lepers, and only one came back, and He says. Was there only one person who came back to give honour and glory to God? And so Jesus was concerned about this. And said that's what what he wants. He wants honour and praise to go to God. And again, we did it this morning. I'm sure uh, uh, Jamie had this in mind, but it's it's true anyway. Uh, In Psalm 100 verse 4 it says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving. See, thanksgiving helps us to enter into the presence of God. And if you're you know if you're having a, a time with God and you're struggling a bit one of the key ways is to think actually God what have I got to be thankful for and as we give thanks so we enter into his presence and so his presence becomes more real and so this isn't just a uh, this isn't just an instruction it's actually a help for us as we start giving thanks as we recognize all that God's done for us as we give praise to God for Jesus and his goodness in our lives so we start entering into his presence and we start (coughs) experiencing his presence Uh, and and so it's a a way in you know if we're feeling far from God thankfulness will bring us close to him because it's a way we enter in and the other thing to say uh, it's very difficult to be truly thankful and not joyful in fact I think it's almost impossible uh, those that, that, that love uh, Winnie the Pooh and uh, uh, will know the, the, uh, the about Eeyore, He's a great character. Um, but he will say thank you in the most sad way possible. Okay, oh, thank you for noticing me today. Nobody else has that sort of thing. And and you know we can we can sometimes have that attitude of. of Sort of thankfulness and not really thankfulness. And, and you know that Eol's is not really very thankful because of the way he is. Uh, but actually, true thankfulness leads to joy. Um, in Colossians 1 11 and 12, uh, it talks about giving joyful thanks to the Father. And actually, if you're truly thankful, you're going to be joyful. And so, one of the things that, that, that could be tested for us, if we haven't got joy, actually, the chances are we're not being very thankful. And actually, once we start looking at the things that we've got to be thankful for, joy will come. And in Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 18, it says this Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from the heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God. And so here, Paul is linking singing and praising and worship and joy to giving thanks. And the two go together. And so, and so as, we, as we give thanks, so joy bubbles up inside us because we just realise what God has done and what he's been doing in our lives. And, and one other verse. Okay, no, not no one verse. So, we talked about that. What have we got to be thankful for? What are the things to be thankful for? Well, Psalm 118 verse 29 says this. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Now to be honest, you can spend your life on that verse, giving thanks. God is good. He's good to me. He's always good to me. He never changes. He never falters from that position. He never depends upon how good I am. Because it's a statement of fact. God is good. And... His love endures forever. Again, completely independent of me, how I behave, how I act, whether I've done good things today or bad things, it actually is true. And so we can just give thanks to God. Thank you, God, that you're so faithful. Thank you, God, that your love will never be removed from me. Because of Jesus, I am totally loved. And I can experience your goodness day to day. And so even verses like this, as as we think about them, it's it's good to ponder them sometimes. We can just read them very quickly. Oh, yeah, let's go on to the next one. Actually, these verses are full of truth. Uh, And and we can just say, actually, God, thank you for being good to me today. Thank you for loving me today. Uh, And and they can enable us to to give thanks. Uh, Hebrews 12, verse 28 says this, Therefore, since we receive a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful we have been brought into a kingdom that will never be shaken. The kingdom of God is strong and secure and we're in it. It's not going to be broken down. Satan can't get rid of it and and it's going to last out far longer than Satan's kingdom. Satan's kingdom is going to go. The kingdom of this world is going away but the kingdom we have will never (coughs) be shaken and we're in it. Wonderful truth. And our salvation is totally and utterly secure. For all eternity. And, and and not surprisingly, the writer of Hebrews says, "We'll be thankful for that. It's wonderful news. It's wonderful news. You're never ever going to be taken out of his hands. Yeah? yeah? So good. So good. So there's so many things in the Bible that we see. But in Psalm 9, verse 11, it says this, I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonderful deeds I will tell of your wonderful deeds and here is a key I believe for us it's not only taking a list and thinking in our heart but actually telling others what God has done for me and I think once we do that it's not boasting actually actually, if God's done amazing things for you boast about it I don't have a problem with that because actually if he's done it for you, he can do it for me. And if God's done amazing things, then tell people about it. That's right. And that's what the psalmist is saying. I'm going to tell of the wonderful Amen. deeds of God. I'm going to let people know what he's done. I'm going to give thanks, because actually, he's a good God, and he's not just for me. He's for you as well. And uh, and the world needs to hear about a God who does wonderful things. Amen. A God that has changed my life. Not to Not to be smug about it, but in the way, actually, look what he's done for me, do you know what he will do for you as well? And that's what the world needs to hear, a God who intervenes, who who acts on our behalf. And so the psalmist says, tell the world, tell them about it, tell them about me, Jesus says. Tell them how good I am. It's a deliberate act. Remember my grandma, and I'm sure many grandmas did this, sung the song, Count Your Blessings, Name them one by one. I won't sing it to you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who knows that song?
0: Yeah. She used to sing it. Uh, Bless her. Um, Oh, watch that again. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Then it will surprise you what the Lord has done. And it was so true. I mean, she did it all her life. She was an amazing example of a Christian lady who had many difficulties and trials, uh, but was always thankful. Mm. I had great examples in my own life of people who did that, and who were living it out right to the end. Mm. Mm. And uh, she was a a, a lady of, quite a small lady, tremendous, a powerful woman of God. And part of her key was she was thankful. Whatever the situation she was, she never moaned she was just a thankful woman um, and she actually didn't she at times had a lot not to be thankful for but you wouldn't know and, and, and for me that was such a testimony of the grace and the goodness of God and how powerful thankfulness is just want to oh, I'm going to run out of time here but very quickly um, I was doing some looking into thankfulness. And actually, people have done research on it. Um, so it's not only a good thing to do, and it honours God, but actually there's a real health benefit from thankfulness. Okay? So um, these are various things that I found out about being thankful. Okay, so this is, a, this is from uh, the Journal of Applied Psychology. Okay? Writing down what you're thankful for as you drift off to sleep can help you sleep better. Uh, specifically, research has found that when people spend 15 minutes jotting down what they're grateful for in a journal before bedtime, they fell asleep faster and stayed asleep longer. Isn't that amazing? Uh, perhaps I should have done that last night. Anyway, this is not
1: <laughs> Okay.
0: It boosts well-being. Being constantly mindful of the things you have to be thankful for can boost your well-being, research suggests. This is it from the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology. I haven't read these journals. I have to be honest. This was from the internet. Uh, daily exercise practices, uh, daily exercise practices, and listing of all the things you are thankful for are linked with a brighter outlook on life and a greater sense of positivity. There does appear to be uh, benefits to re- regularly focusing on one's blessings. The researchers wrote in the study and the the advances are most pronounced when compared with focusing on hassles or complaints and then in a study of the American Journal of Cardiology showed that uh, that, that, um, appreciation and positive emotions are linked with changes in heart rate variability Uh, this may be beneficial in treatment of hypertension and reducing the likelihood of sudden death in patients with congestive heart failure and coronary heart disease And people who keep a gratitude journal have a reduced dietary fat intake.
1: Can you believe that?
0: As much as 25% lower. Stress hormones uh, like cortisol are 23% lower in grateful people. And have a daily gratitude uh, practice uh, could actually reduce the effects of aging in the brain. Okay, And... uh, a professor of psychology says that uh, clinical trials indicate that the practice of gratitude can have dramatic and lasting effects in a person's life. It can reduce uh, blood pressure, Im- improve immune function and facilitate more efficient sleep. Now that's, that's amazing. These are, these are just people that have done studies. These aren't Christians. These are people who have just looked at this and thought, let's see what gratitude and thankfulness does. And not surprisingly, actually when we give thanks to God, when we bless Him, when we honour Him there's going to be blessings flowing. You see, God's not someone just to sit in his ivory tower and just soak couple of blessings. He just loves to bless back. Mm-hmm. And in fact, when we bless him, he blesses us more. Yeah. And so it's not surprising that when, we, that when we give thanks to God, that actually we get a blessing in return. Yeah. Uh, and so these studies aren't to be um, surprised or uh, smoked out. So just in conclusion then, let me just encourage you. Um, thankfulness... Honours God, but it also blesses us and changes the way we think about life. And it's so important not to focus on our circumstances, because actually they go up and down, we can have some very challenging situations. But actually in Christ, as our salvation, we have so much to be thankful for. God has blessed us immeasurably in Jesus Christ, with his love and grace and mercy. And he will give us grace for those situations and circumstances that are challenging. And we should uh, uh, focus on them. One other thing to do is avoid comparison as well. I think this is one of the things that we sometimes do. And we think, uh, you know, if only my life was like this person. I, I really should just pick up my mic and I'll just hold this now. Um, <laughs> i just told it, there we go. It's not really worth doing, is it? Uh, with, anyway. ah, um, one of the things that we can do is look at somebody else's life and say, if only I was like that, I'd be better. Now, you can work the other way around and say, I'm, I'm glad I don't have what they have. <laughs> Um, and that's all very well, and sometimes it can be helpful to recognise, and particularly for, uh, for children, we've, we've noticed that when they realise uh, actually other people have a really tough life, it can help them put their own lives in perspective. And I think sometimes that can be helpful. But actually in general, comparisons aren't very helpful. Because you can always find someone worse off than you, but you can always find someone better off than you. And actually that's not, the, the reason for thankfulness in the Bible is never, oh, you're not as bad as this person. That's never the reason. The reason for thankfulness the Bible is look what God is like. Look what he's done. Look how he loves you. Look how how he uh, interacts in your life. And so avoid comparisons. Don't look at what's going on. And finally, regularly share good news. If something's good happened to you, tell someone about it. So important. Give glory to God. Tell the church. Tell a friend. And just say, if it's a small thing, it's good. You know? Even if you've had a great night's sleep one night, just say, thank you, God, that I've slept well. Uh, you know, just little things <coughs> for, and so that you can actually make it a practice of giving thanks to God. And it's going to bless us as even more, if you like, than it blesses God because he loves to bless us in return. Um, I just want us to... I know we're going to break bread. I don't know whether it's okay. I'd just love to sing that song again while we're breaking bread. Is that okay, Jamie? I'll <coughs> you. And... I know breaking bread is about giving thanks.